The Real Hustle Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Chris Kivlin. Real hustle, real people, real results. You can help support our podcast by checking out our Real Hustle gear. We have t-shirts, hoodies, tank tops, hats, and more. The Real Hustle gear is great for the gym or even a night out on the town. Let everyone know that you are a real hustler willing to do whatever it takes to get the job done. You can check us out right now at realhustle.com. And right now we're offering all of our listeners 10% off when you use the promo code podcast at checkout. Once again, that is podcast to receive 10% off your entire order. Realhustle.com. Hey everybody, welcome to the Real Hustle Podcast. My name is Chris Kiblin and I will be your host. And today we have a very special guest in the house. We have Barry Gaines. Hey Barry, how are you? Nice. Thank you. So Barry is so you got your own production company, right? I do. It's called uh, Gaines Entertainment. Gaines Entertainment. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about what that is, and kind of give us a little bit of background of of, of your production company. Yeah, uh, I started Gaines Entertainment about nine years ago, um, and started out just kind of doing videos for like weddings and special occasions. But I always been a filmmaker since I was a kid. We've been making a bunch of little films like when I was growing up. Uh, but I always wanted to make something big and cool for myself. But you know, Gaines Entertainment was pretty much just bringing in the money. Okay. <laughs> so I went that route. Uh, so my goal with Gaines Entertainment pretty much is to um, make really interesting and original content. That's like the main goal. Um, that's what I went to, and that's why I really kind of you know, feel comfortable with an exciting and really adult-oriented kind of material. Uh, not that adult, meaning more like, you know, Lord of the Rings, kind of like Underworld, kind of like just fun, spectacular films that people want to go in and just like, you know, have a ride with. So that's what Gaines Entertainment really is about, making those type of content. Because you do mainly sci-fi, right? Uh, yeah, sci-fi, action, um, okay. you know, horror. Okay, because like, all right, so you've got a new movie getting ready right. to come out, right? Now, is this your first movie or is this... Like the first, this is actually my first movie that I did all by myself, and okay. the, probably the largest movies I've done. Okay, you know, uh, which is called The World of Worlds. Uh, and I actually wrote the whole thing, I edited the whole thing, I filmed the whole thing, I cast the whole thing, I choreographed the whole thing. So it's pretty much all me. The only thing I don't do is the, uh, the music and the special effects. I leave those to the pros. Okay, gotcha. Um, you know, so it was it started a couple years ago. You know, with an idea, and it just kind of took off from there. So how did you, because, I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot of hats to wear, right? Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot is. of hats. Yeah. So you wrote it. Uh-huh. What gave you the idea to write it? So what, what did that, where did that come from? You know, when I first thought about something I wanted to just to kind of get my hands into, I just got inspired by all the films that I grew up with that inspired me okay. and the people that inspired me, you know, in the industry and everything else. So I just said, you know what, I w- what do I want to see on the screen? That's the first thing that any content creator should always think of. What do I want to see first? Mm-hmm. And then go out there and say, okay, this is what I would do better or this is what I would, I would change. So I got a bunch of movies like in my head, Terminator and Star Wars <laughs> and, and even like foreign films like uh, a martial arts film called uh, Five Deadly Venoms. Anyone who's a martial arts like, you know, person would know that movie is back in the 80s and actually that was a bit that was actually a strong uh kind of way for me to get the concept together was that actually that movie um and then from then on i just started to think of characters and everything else and you know see what i want to see and put it together that's pretty cool yeah so let's kind of go back so all right, so you were making films when you were a kid, right? Yeah, yeah. So how did this evolve into you starting a business? How did you? How did that become? Just like, is that so? Kind of give me like a little bit of a background because I'm sure yeah. like that wasn't easy, right? So yeah, it's not, tell me a little bit about it's it. It's not. It's, it's well, you know, when I first started, well, 
like I could say this. Let me go back a little bit. I started filming when I was ten years old back in Far Rockaway, Queens. I'm in New Yorker, so okay. I'm in Queens, right? <laughs> so we're in Queens by the beach and everything else, and we started that way. So you know, I started filming on the side, like as a kid, you know, and it's going through life. You know, life happens. You grew up or whatever. Yeah. And as I went on, I went into the music business. So I worked for Virgin Records. I worked for Warner Brothers Records. Um, you know, I worked for a cabaret uh, in New York. So I was always in the entertainment world and field. I mean, even when I went to college, I went for sound engineering for Five Towns College, you know, in Long Island. So I've always been in the field. Okay. Um, so, but being around like heavyweights, I mean, being around an industry like Virgin and Warner Brothers in New York and seeing like the pinnacle, like seeing the biggest the prints and all these these legends around and seeing how they work inspired me to say, you know what, I want to do that too. I always had an urge to kind of just kind of have my own. I just feel better creating my own as opposed to following. I'm just not a person that likes to follow. So that's when I just went through a lot of, I guess you say life iterations, right. you know, different jobs, different places. I was filming all the time, filming, like I said before, uh, weddings and special occasions. And then eventually I was like, you know what, let me just make my own company. But what do I want my company to look like? What kind of face do I want it to have? And that's when I said, you know what, the face has to be something of your interest. And my interest is genre films. You know, that inspires me. That makes me go to the theater. That makes people interested in going anywhere. You know, no one wants to go to a theme park and there's no rides. Yeah, exactly. You know, and that's yeah. what Games Entertainment's about. It's about just having a good time, having a ride. And uh, so that's when I started creating it together and trying to get a face for it. And I said, well, the first thing I have to do is make something that shows what Games Entertainment was about. So this whole process really started as a kid just kind of being taught by a lot of people in the industry, a lot of heavyweights I came across and advised me what to do and what they wanted to do and everything else. So as I got older, I said, you know what, it's time. You know, we, you're not getting any younger. <laughs> exactly. You only got one shot. shot that's you it. got one shot. So I went ahead and I said, let's do it. So my wife and I just kind of built it together. And, and Did you start in now. New York or did you start? Because now, now we're in Sarasota and right. you live in, what, Parrish, I think it is? Parrish, yeah, Parrish, okay. Florida, yeah. So, all right, so did you start it here or did you start it in New York? Or where did you start it at? I actually started it in Richmond, Virginia. In Richard? Yeah, okay. I, I, I kind of I crept to, like, <laughs> okay. Florida, you, you know? coming to the south? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I was, like, New York, and then I went to uh, Virginia for a little while. I met my wife there. Okay. And then from there, we just kind of packed up and then moved down to here. But I really started it in... Um, uh, Virginia. Okay. Um, and then when I came here, that's when I said, okay, you know what? Let me start really building this company the way I want to, and I'm just going to start it myself and go this direction. And the first thing I need to do is give people an example of what I like, not go out there and try to create it. I know most people do that, but I'm a creator, so I want to do it myself. So I said, <laughs> uh, let me just write something, put it together, and just say, okay, this is what I look like. This is what my brain looks like. Right. And that's when we see the poster, you see the movie, that's what my head looks like. So now do you want to be part of this? And that's how I started. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So all the different things that you, because you were different, a lot of different, you're the editor, you're the director, you're the writer. Right. Wearing all those different hats, I mean, how does that all integrate with everything, <laughs> right? Because that's kind of, I mean, that's a tough challenge. It is, but you know, it's something that I, I know I can't explain. I just, I get excited. It kind of gets, you know, it kind of gets my juices flowing. I feel very comfortable with those hats. Now, I understand as you get bigger, like anything else, you're going to have people who specialize in these things who are better. I'm not saying I'm the best at all of these. Right. I'm really good at a couple, a couple of them. But I just needed to make sure that the content that I create is mine. The content that I create, it's all me. 
because it's not just putting it out there and saying, look what I can do. It's really a learning lesson for myself. I need to see what I've done wrong, what I do well, before I tell people this is what needs to be done if I don't know that I haven't tried it before one way. You know, so you have to kind of make that as a learning tool yourself. So, you know, making something yourself, totally do that first. Don't delegate everything because you really don't know because you're taking so much from you're taking so much advice from every direction. You really don't know what you're really good at yet, because when people see your work and your name is on it, it's you. No yeah, one cares yeah. about everyone behind you. You do because that's your people. I mean, right. that is your crew. It's your family. But the world and the people who are paying you money to see your content don't care. So that's why you have to say to yourself, well, let me just do this all myself first, see what's wrong, see what I can, how, how, how I can build it. And then when I get the specialist on, then I can go to them and say, okay, listen, this is what I've done. This is what I've done wrong. You guys do it so much better. This is the direction I need to go. And that is why it's so important building a company of your own. You do as much as you can for a little while to see who you are first. And then you can, just, and then you can go ahead and tell people what to do. So... So let's get let's kind of go back to as far as because one of the things that I'm kind of curious about and maybe I'm sure maybe our listeners listeners are yeah. is that I mean how do you figure out I guess this is my question is yeah. how do you figure out to get a movie out there like okay so you had to start your own entertainment company yeah um, but how do you like okay how do you release it how do you, I mean that it seems like there's a lot involved in this and it is. It, i mean and is that something do you just learn by yourself over the years or did you have training i mean because like that's the thing that's like that is a lot <laughs> <laughs> no it is, it is i'm still trying to get help on it too it. i'm not gonna lie uh well because first of all i was a publicist in virgin records for a while okay so it taught me how about marketing and how to reach out to people and the psychology behind it and everything else and you learn how to read people and business and all that stuff so that that taught me a lot on that you know in that field so then when I started doing my own thing, I have a good idea of where to go. I know what works, you know. Um, i tell you a quick secret. If people don't know about marketing, um, if you advertise yourself in one space, other spaces are going to eat you because they have to fill their spaces. So you literally are marketing in one place, but you're really marketing to five places because other people are going to take your stuff. Now, this is how it was years ago before the Internet, showing my age now, right? <laughs> and so now it's easier because now you throw something out there, and all of a sudden your face and your, your, your business is in these other places. You have no idea who these people are because mm -hmm. they have to fill their, you know, their space. So it's kind of like our podcast because like yeah. it's like I mean I have one streaming service that I use but they stream it out everywhere and yeah. it goes to all these different places and I'm like like I just found out I didn't even realize it yeah. um, Pandora I was like right. we're on Pandora and I'm like I didn't even know we were on Pandora and I it just was like <laughs> right. okay so I was like I was like I just found that out yeah. and I was like okay this is kind of cool I was like but yeah you just don't I mean that's just you the way the internet is now it is and even be before it was like that like if I'm on IMDb if anyone looks me up Barry Gaines on IMDb I'm Barry Gaines one I didn't put myself on IMDb like when it first started they picked us up because of all the little silly movies I did before uh -huh. so I'm like I went into IMDb years ago and I'm like oh that's me. I was the only Barry Gaines. Now there's about like eight of them. Okay. You know, but um, Barry Gaines once so I was got you know. So that's so how I kind of learned. You know, I'm like, oh, you know these people, you know. But luckily, you know, they picked me up anyway. But I was curious about that because is that how you get onto that? Is that is like do I mean is that from just because that's like what tell, like acting and that kind of stuff? Yeah, like, it's pretty much the Bible for like all information on actors and producers and directors and managers. You can go on there on their pro edition. I want to advertise them, but that's what they do, and right. it helps out. I mean, it's the only one pretty much in the world okay well the largest i should say right. not the only one 
but everyone goes to IMDb. And you don't need to do anything. They'll start to kind of reach out because they just want to keep filling filling the spaces. Well, because I, when I was doing research, like to know more about you, and yeah. when we had Troy on, and same thing, I went to both of those, and I was yeah. curious about that. I was wondering, you know, how to, how does that work? You know, do they put you on there, or do you got to go on there and put your information on there? You could, that, yeah. I mean, yeah. you can, def- you know, you definitely could do that. Yeah. You know, you don't have to wait. I mean, don't wait. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I, I was just curious. I was just no. wondering how the, how that worked and all that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, you just put yourself out there, and then they'll vet you. They'll let gotcha. you know, you know, make sure you're legit. You're not going crazy. You're not on the run, <laughs> you know. So if you're all good, then they'll throw your face out there and you're good to go. So that's how it works. And um, so that's how it worked for me. And when it comes to marketing, like I said, I'm still looking out. I'm still looking for a really good marketer. I'm still looking for a good publicist that understands my genre. So if you're out there, guys, let me know because I'm looking for you guys still, you know, because I do need that help. I can't do everything myself. As you, as you said, it's a lot of hats. You know? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you got a lot of hats going on. So... So let's kind of get. So we got, we we wrote the um your movie. Yeah. How do you start casting for that? Like, so how do you start looking for actors and actresses and people to be in there? And then yeah. how do you go through? Because I mean, I'm sure you have to do like a casting call or whatever, and like mm-hmm. interview them. What yeah. Was that like. Yeah, I actually just went out. I went to the cheap way first. You know, went Craigslist. Threw it out there. You know, you get the crazies. Okay, yeah. You know, and you have to be you know slick enough to kind of vet. So that's what I did. I went out there, and once I find someone of interest that I like, um, I'll reach out to whoever they are, and then I personally interview them myself. I call them, you know, and then we'll speak. I see how they are, and if I feel comfortable with them, I meet with them personally somewhere, you know, I have them over the house and speak with them, see how they feel, let them meet the wife. I feel that comfortable, and then I normally do is if they're good to go and I like what they are, then I'll go ahead and do like a session with them, you know, let them read. You know, see how they are, see how their memory is, see how they enunciate words, um, mm-hmm. see how their stress level is. You start going through that process. So it's, it's a longer process, I think, for me anyway, than most independent people will actually, actually cast someone, you know, for the first time. Um, and it's important for me because I want a certain... I want a certain vibe around everyone. Mm-hmm. I want everyone pretty much in the same headspace. So I just don't get people because they have a pretty resume. I always say to myself, I'm very, I'm very aware of this. <clears throat> and when I was in the music industry, they tell you this all the time. You can be replaced. There are millions of people who want to be in this business. Mm-hmm. You can be replaced really fast. So I look at it that way, where it's like, if worse come to worse, if I really want someone, I'll hold on to them. I'm not going to go out there and start vetting again. But I understand that if I have to, I can just get another. So I go in there and I tell them that right away. Um, And then a lot of times, once I feel a good feeling with them and we all pretty much understand where we want to go and we have the same interests and stuff, that's when a lot of times they have people they know. You know, you know, birds yeah. are the same feather. Yeah, exactly. You know, that happens. So that's why it kind of helps that way. So I, it, it took me a while to get the right people. I lost some people. I fired some people. It happens, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but it was very few. But everyone understands when everyone's together now, um, everyone's pretty happy. Everyone's joking and everything else. So now it's, it's, my, it's up to me and mm-hmm. all the pressure's on me. If I bring a new person in, all you guys are looking at me like, okay, is this guy going to fit? Is this woman going to fit? Right. If they don't, they're like, B, why are you bringing this person into our circle? It's a family now. So that's how I did. And it took a little few years to do that, but now that's, that's, it's solidified that way that's right now. That's pretty cool. All right, so do you want to tell us, like give us a little short, yeah. like little bit about the movie? Yeah, like, absolutely. So tell us a little bit about it, like a short little clip about it or however you want 
Yeah, yeah. Well, A World of Worlds, it's about, um, it takes place uh, in a parallel universe on a planet named Rasir, where magic is the, com- the norm on everything. But on this planet, there's an evil warlock named Syl who has taken over most of the planet. Okay, he has he has just annihilated like cities and countries, and he wants to take everything over. But the reason he wants to do this is because he's trying to find the most powerful warlock that's ever lived, named Yazil. All right, um, Yazil was killed by a group called the Royal Four. The Royal Four were um, kings, just three kings and one queen, and they ruled the four sides of the planet. You know, north, south, east, west. Um, and they possess an art form, like magic is magic, but I say art form. <laughs> so they have the most powerful art forms, okay? And they're all a little different. Um, so at that time, Yazil was like a prodigy. He learned all four art forms and started to just build an army of war to take over everything. And those four came together and beat him, okay? Gotcha. And they put him in a tomb 300 miles down below ground in a forest called Sikorin. Well, years later, now Syl knows about this legend. This is like 2,000 years ago. But just like us, you know, time moves on. Evolution happens. And now, just like us, that planet has cars and they have planes and things. And now Yuzil becomes more of a legend. Well, Syl knows that this is a true story. So he goes out and studies the arts, gets together with a lot of the world leaders and said, this is what we can do. We can make one oligarch. We can make one, you know, system. And it'd be ours. We just have to terminate some people. And they did that. But as they go along, there is a woman named Sophia Hayden who is called the Keeper of the Stone. And she is from uh, a city called, um, yeah, my own place. Uh, she's, she's, she's from a very known city in the story. And her, her job is to find the, uh, the Royal Four in their reincarnated bodies. And that's what it is. So she knows that she needs those kings back. She needs to find them somehow. So she has to travel between Rasir and Earth. Earth doesn't know about Rasir. Rasir knows about Earth. So she can actually bridge between both. So she has this stone that's going to make her find each of them. They don't tell her exactly who it is, but they'll give her an idea of the area. So she'll just run over to that side and see if she can find one of the kings, but she don't know which king it is. But when they, she does find them, she realizes, oh, it's this king. And then she does her, she, she, what they, I have what I call realization. So she tries to make them realize who they are. But when they, when they do realize who they are, it's not a nice, you know, it's not an easy transition because they have a whole life before. So now when they do remember, they remember everything they did 2,000 years ago, but also they remember their whole life today, the mother, their father, their life and everything. So they have millions of images running through their head so fast that she has to kind of help them focus about what has to be done, what you need to do, and you have to strengthen your art form again. But they, 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 they're, they are they're challenged by having like two personalities. Okay, that's So that's cool. how it works. So she finds one. And World of Worlds right now, she finds one called Zahayan Korean. So right now, in, in, in this World of Worlds part one, that was that whole process. Part two that's coming out now that, that I'm actually going to have a premiere here on the 22nd in Seminole, Florida in Studio Movie Grill. That one now is that, as the title says, Rise of the King. He now is fully realized. He understands what he is, but he still battles it a little bit. So he knows what he has to do. But she has to find the other three because Silas is too strong. So now it's it's now it's like, okay, where are the other three? And who are they? And where are they? Right. So that's the whole that's the whole story. So the whole story can, can continually keep going. So now you have an 
like another one as far as three, four, until he they find all of them. Yeah, and yeah. Then, so I only have two right now. Right. So yeah, you, no, you'll yeah. keep the the story going. By right. the next movie will be like the third one, and then the fourth yeah. The, one? Ne- the next one will be like the next king they find, which I already planned. So if anybody wants to get, I you know know a little bit before it happens. He's gonna be he's gonna be in Brooklyn. He's gonna be a science teacher in Brooklyn. Oh wow! And that's where that's going, and uh, so it's gonna be fun. So where do you do most of your recording at? Because do you do it around here? Yeah, I do it mostly in Sarasota. Mostly all the actors and all of the crewmen are all from Sarasota or Manatee or Bradenton, this side, a little bit of Tampa. Um, I did have a few people come from Georgia. Okay. Only because they moved to Georgia, they were here all in okay, Florida. Okay. But eventually, over time, you know, they, right. people moved to Florida. I mean, to Georgia. But most of everyone is here, right here in Bradenton, Sarasota, and I want that. Like, I want to just really, really like, like, like you, just contribute to the neighborhood and the community. You know, there are some people who just never been in the business yeah. who want to try it, and I always love that. I'm like, yo, come in, because you know what? I know how it is when people don't give you a chance. Or because you don't have a resume, or you don't have enough background, or you you know you don't have enough experience, what have you, you know you don't get the breaks. But I know how it feels because I was that guy. Okay. So I love to reach out to all any local artists and say, listen, do you want to give this a shot? If I have a space for you, come in and I'll teach you what to do, and let's do this. You know, so now you can actually eventually see your work on the big screen or online, what have you. But you can always say, I have at least that credit. And I love doing that. Everyone who's established is established. They already got their stuff. I love working with new people. See, one, that's one of the things that I love about this podcast, right? Because this is part of the reason why yeah. I do it yeah. is because I love having people like you in here. Because I don't okay. think people realize what we have going on in our community, right. right? I don't think they realize that we have this production company here that, that is employing people that are local in the Bradenton, Sarasota market that are in a movie. Yeah. You right, know? right, and, right. And that's the thing. It's like, I mean, you don't think about Sarasota – uh, or Bradenton as a place that you're going to go do a movie in, or you know, or or there's movie, there's actors and actresses here and that kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that's like you know, this is the great thing about this is like we can tell people and let people know that look what we have in our community, you know. Yeah. And we got somebody here that you know started a production company and and is giving people probably some of them their dreams of being. On the big screen, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, just have their stuff on the big screen. Right. You know, have I mean, fun, yeah. you know, because so, no one, you know. And I think that's that's awesome. I think that's really cool because it's like it's something that's, you know, you just, it's like people are like, wow, I didn't realize we had that. I didn't, you know, and, yeah. and what's going on in our community because, like, I have, I mean, that's part of the reason why I have so many guests, different types of guests on here, right. people that built businesses out of nothing because, like, I'm sure, and you said, you're because you're self-funded, right? Yeah, I'm doing it myself. Yeah, it's it's yeah. hard to get sponsors, man. It really so is. That's that's the thing. So you're self-funding something as a um, movie business that basically really is a tough business to get into. Yeah, it is. I mean, I'm sure it's extremely tough. Mm-hmm. And you're and you're you're figuring out a way to make it work. Yeah. And it's yeah. just that's I, I mean that's freaking awesome. <laughs> no thanks, thanks. It's tough. So now most of everything you do is around here. So. Yeah. What do you think your biggest struggles are? Then I mean, what is what are some of the struggles that you've gone through besides <laughs> besides money, right? But money and just time, <laughs> you know. Uh, I think the, I think the one of the struggles is content, the genre. Um, we have so much talent out here. I mean, there's so much talent out here, and my content, like I said, is sci-fi action and you know horror and all the fun stuff and everything else. And a lot of the people are mostly filming dramas and documentary, which is fine. I mean, I love those too. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm not taking anything away from those things. But I'm a genre guy. 
you know? So when I want to reach out and say, hey, listen, I have this really cool, fun movie to do, you know, would you like to be involved? Would you like to donate? Whatever. A lot of times they're like, well, we really donate to more of either theater work or documentaries or PSAs or something like that. So there's so much of that that it's hard for me to kind of get support that way. Now, I have gotten a lot of business support you know, out here to use, you know, their place of business or whatever. So I love you guys for that. Thank you, everyone. And you know who you are, who helped me in the past about on that. But when it comes down to actually funding or trying to get sponsors, they're, they're geared to a certain genre. And that's the hardest thing because not a lot of people do what I do, which is one of the reasons why I went ahead and created GainsCon, which is the film festival, which is about that. I was going to talk to you about that. So, yeah, so we'll get to that in a second. But um, this is why I said, you know what, that and and when I spoke to a lot of the actors, a lot of people, crewmen, you know, on the side, they will love to have that. They're like, but no one no one makes it here. So I just do what I got to do. You know, I got to pay bills. So, you know, I'm going to just work what I have to work. But I'll love to be in that genre for a little while, have fun with it. So I'm just trying to kind of create that space, trying to kind of create the opportunity for people to say, hey, you know what? Can we do something crazy? Can we do something fun? And I'm like, yeah, I, yeah, I have that. Let's do it. That's what games entertainment's all about. And I think that's one of the struggles is that. It's the genre deal. So do you got to – so you do this, but do you work another job as well? I do. I actually have a full-time 9 to 5 on top of this. Yeah, uh, so I work for Lombo Key yeah, okay. in the IT department. Okay. So That's um, what I was wondering. I was like, all right, so is there something else did you do on top? Because, I mean, obviously, I mean, this is tough. I mean, especially if you're self-funding and everything else, right? Yeah, to, yeah I mean, mortgage you know, the whole deal. You, yeah, know, right? you, you got to you know, pay life. the bills. <laughs> exactly. Life is on your back, you know? So you so, – so your normal yeah. day job is doing um, IT for Lombo Key? Right. The, the – um, just the whole yeah. long book yeah like the, the just the, yeah the, like we yeah the uh, the town hall okay we take gotcha. care of all that kind of keep things moving and working gotcha. you know that's what we do um so we're part of all that you know of course coinciding with the other departments like public works you know and all that so yeah we deal with everything so we're pretty much kind of helping keeping the town run and so you really kind of do know like all the logistics of like IT and then like all the other stuff oh, and, and putting yeah. all that together. Because that's the thing is yeah. like I don't think people realize and that's what we were, I was just talking to with my last guest is because he was a comedian and he's like yeah he goes he goes Chris I go on and he goes you know and I get ten minutes and I, they pay me twenty five bucks. He's like you can't get rich <laughs> off of doing twenty five you know right. twenty five bucks. He's like you know and everybody's like oh great you're here you're on stage but like he's like he goes I did everything. He goes it didn't matter what it was. He's like I'd be sitting in like he goes sitting in like um do open houses on the weekends for builders and stuff and he's like whatever I could find. He right. goes I had to do because that's the struggle that I had to go through to get to where I wanted to be. Mm. And I think that's what people don't you know and that's the thing I really and really the message we try to send here is like okay your dream is your dream like okay so i love doing this i love being in front of people um but i saw fun this right right? i still got to work a mortgage job i still got to do my business i still got to pay the bills it whatever your dream is or whatever you're trying to find is that we you figure out other ways right you're just like all right i still got to do my this job but i'm going after what i love and right. going after you know whether it's the movies whether it's being a comedian whether it is whatever that business is That's um right. you know and i think sometimes some people think that they're stuck in that nine to five grind and they can't do anything else mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's like mm-hmm. oh i don't know i don't you know i was like i can't you know, i'm already too busy i got kids i got this i got that we all got that 
You know? <laughs> right, right. We all right, got that. Right, all got it just that, depends yeah. on when you get one life. I mean, and except in your in your movie, you get multiple lives. But, <laughs> yes, <laughs> but you yes, know, yes, I mean, yes. this is our life, and you know, and and why not take advantage of everything that we're given? And mm-hmm. so, like, that's the thing is, like, I think what people don't realize is, yeah, you're you're you own Gaines Production, you do you're doing movies and you're doing all this stuff that you're doing, but on top of that, you still got to work a job. Yeah, you know, you still yeah. got to pay the bills. And that's right. You're doing. You are doing, but I think, you know, the thing that gets you through it, though, is what drives you probably, just like it drives me, is I get to come do this, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. you know, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I, mortgages are great. They pay the bills. <laughs> like, you know, they can be challenging sometimes, but mm-hmm. there's other things I love. And, you know, and that's the thing. And I'm sure that's probably what you're doing, going through. Yeah. You know, I, I call it a calling. Yeah. I think if you have a calling, you need to start answering it, you know, um, because that's what you and putting it put on earth to do that's what you're born to do and i always think it's um you know it's it's you need to do that and you know what also to have patience yeah. i think i think the hardest thing is that people want they, they have an idea and i and i'm guilty of this at the time you know at, at some time in my life I, it was like this for me where i wanted to happen now mm-hmm. you know my mother oh, always said i was I'm impatient like i mean yeah. you're impatient you're impatient oh, <laughs> you know? know i'm like that <laughs> you know? too. so but if you say you know what i want to do this but it's gonna, probably going to take me two to three years if you can come to grips with that and you're good with it, then you know what? You should be okay. Even if you have kids and mortgage family, yeah, it's, it's just going to take a little time. But you know when it's all done, man, that's your name. That's your legacy. Like, it's there. Whatever you do, painter, whatever you do, mm-hmm. you know, when you're dead and gone, it's always going to be there forever. Your family's name is going to, like, lay on you a little bit. I mean, they can really be proud of, like, whatever you do. Like, yo, that was my grandfather. That was my grandmother. Right. You know, hey, this is, you know, that's what Chris, yo, when he was doing all this podcast with all these people. That's dad. You know, it's like these things are going to be here forever. And I think that is one great thing about being in the entertainment business as opposed to any business, that the whole world get to see your work somehow, some way. I agree. I'm you know? with you. Is awesome. Yeah. So, all right. So we do this, and then so talk about because one of the things I saw because I you know I follow you on Facebook and I see this thing, mm-hmm. and you just started something which I thought was kind of cool, where you give out these dragons. So <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be honest yeah. with you. I'm a huge dragon person. Cool. Awesome. awesome. <laughs> so I've got dragon on my tattoo on my arm on my back on the back of my leg oh yeah you need to come to my you're, oh, you're, you're the man you're, you're the guy we're looking for so I've, I've got dragons my wife's got I think my wife's got two or three dragons on her so we're like huge dragon people awesome. and so I saw those dragons like oh those are those are kind of cool I was like so tell us a little bit about what you started because I think this is a, it's a cool concept yeah no thank you thank you um, it's a gains con um, I, early, I mentioned earlier it's, a, it's my film festival I just started it, had my inaugural on November 19th, 2021. And it's all about genre-based film festival, about horror, sci-fi, action, um, you know, that kind of concept. Where, you know, you, you want content that's exciting. Um, that's what I'm about. And the dragons that you mentioned on the awards. So, for example, best picture, we get the red dragon, okay? And then all the other winners, we get a gold dragon. Um, these dragons were developed by my illustrator, who did my, a lot of my posters, um, uh, David Jennings, you know. Um, bad with names at the time, guys. Mm-hmm. If anyone knows me out there, you know I'm so bad with names. So everyone's I'm like, oh, you. yeah, I know he's going to probably wait for a moment and say a name. Yeah, so David Jennings, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then after that, uh, I get it all together, and we paint it and everything else. This painting's done by Faith Rios. She does all the paintings. So anything you see online, like the paint job on the dragons, are, are all hand-painted. 
So when you win one, they're all unique in their own way. Oh, wow. But really, you know, and also too, the the film fest really get they get dirty with it. Is like I said, it's 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 shorts right now. I'm not accepting full lengths yet. Um, but it's really to do with everyone in the industry um, that want that does action or horror or sci-fi, all that good stuff. Because it's not just showing the movie, but I'm also going to have showcasing of maybe businesses that have some type of, you know, product that that can contribute to movies. You know, virtual, you know, VR stuff or what have you. Um, having workshops of fight trainers you know saying this is how you fight in the movie this is this is the laws these are what you have to look for this is the insurance policies like i want to start getting into that where people understand that when you do these movies are very very tough they may say oh there's this comic book stuff or this guy's just jumping around i'm like no those are the hardest movies to make and to make sense so if you can do one of those I'm not taking away from any other movie but it's easier to do the others at times the only thing is that documentaries are different those are tough I mean, I look at documentary filmmakers like, yo, you guys, I can't touch you guys. Go, those guys are at it for 10 years, 12 years. They're going around the world. They go yeah. into these terrible places. They kind of get the work, you know, putting their lives on the line. They kind of get the story like journalists. So, you know, documentaries are just, to me, I look up to big time. But, but also, too, that's why I have a documentary section, too, in, uh, you know, in GainsCon, you know. So that that helps. So why did you start it? So give us a little bit of background. So what, what did you feel like there was that need for it? Yeah, I think I think it was. I think when I was when I was when I started to film World of Worlds and going around, you know, getting actors, getting people, getting crewmen, talking to people, there was always this huge interest of like, man, we really would like to have this. And also too, you have people who are going to school um, for visual effects you know, videography, all those things, just being a filmmaker, and they want to do something big, especially when it comes down to visual effects artists. Those guys I spoke to a few times, this is what I hear, is that they want to do something that, I mean, this is what I my my expertise is. So I want prod, products, you know, some kind of production that's going to utilize everything I've just learned, and a lot of them don't. So that's why a lot of them go to Disney, they go to L.A., yeah. they start moving away. And I'm like, wow, everyone's moving away. You have all this talent. Why do you guys keep moving away? And I see why in their own way. So I'm like, you know what? I think that there, there is a calling for this. People want this. People want to have fun with this, you know? And so they're like, man, it'd be great to have some sci-fi stuff every now and then, some action stuff, you know? Um, so I said, you know what? Let's, let me start this film festival. Now you have a place to showcase your work. So now if you're interested in making it, right? Now you have somewhere locally that actually will give you a chance to showcase it. You don't have to have such a high budget in order to get it showcased. Now you can have a low budget. Like I have one category called no budget, no problem. It's for anything <laughs> under $2,000 that maybe some kid did or family member did and say, hey, listen, let's put this together and just make something with hardly anything because I was that guy. Right. So I know how it works. Yeah, and they'll get somewhere. to showcase their stuff on the big screen, bring their family along, and looking on the big screen with everybody. Like, these are things, this is what I want to contribute to the community. And this is a big deal for me. And it's very, I'm very passionate about this because a lot of people want to, want to have a chance to do what they want, but they have no place to showcase it. So all the requirements are too high for them to even have a chance to showcase it anywhere else. Right. GamesCon gives you that chance. And that's what I want. So how do you judge them? How do you judge your, 
how do you figure out who's going to win or how do you, how do you, how do you, you know, is that Um, you or is it multiple people? Do you have like, well, right now it's just me. Okay. Uh, I mean, I have friends, you know, people that I I work with, um, but it's really me. Um, you know, when it starts getting to like hundreds and hundreds and maybe, yeah, then I'll call you Chris. Chris, can you look at this for me for a minute? I need help. But right now it's just me. And the first thing that matters to me is story. That's the very first thing is a story is number one. And then rhythm. I don't look at so much of the effects, the fights as so much. I mean, fights and stuff, all that stuff has its own category that I judge on, but that's later down the line. My first main, my first two main things is story and rhythm, meaning that how's the pace of it? You know, did you edit well? Yeah. Like, does it make any sense? Am I still interested? You know? So I don't care if your fighting is terrible. I don't care if your, your effects is horrible. But if you have a good story, a good pace... And the acting is decent. You know what you're in. That that's what matters. Because I've come across some beautiful stuff. I mean, beautifully filmed, beautifully choreographed, but the story's boring. Yeah. And I'm not going to have my audience sitting there waiting for this to end. Because understand one thing when it comes down to film, and we all are guilty of this. And look at yourself when you look at something new on Netflix or whatever. Right? You can see this. If something looks really pretty, it's beautifully like like filmed. You're like, whoa. It only lasts for about 10, 15 minutes. Now, as an audience member, you already got used to it. Now you say, okay, it isn't any good. Yep. Exactly. And, you know, do I even like these guys? Uh, right. You know what I mean? Oh, so yeah. that, I've been there. Right, yeah. right. So that's why it doesn't really matter. Of course, you want something photographed well. I mean, that's what filmmakers are about, the cinematic look. We want that, of course. That's very important. But story, the story is paramount. Huge. Well, that's the thing. It's like... Um there's been a few movies, like big movies, I watch, you know, big time actors in them, yeah. and it starts out all great, and then you're about 15, 20 minutes into it, and my wife will be sitting there, and we're looking at it, and we'll go, do we even understand what the hell's going on? Right, see? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. do you, what is going, I mean, I'm lost, are you lost? She's like, yeah, I'm lost. I'm like, so, I was like, all right, so time to find something else. Right, you know? right. And the thing is, is like, you think just because of the, the people that are in it, or sometimes, like, especially, you know, these top actors yeah. or actresses and you're mm-hmm. like okay well let's see what it's about and you start watching and it's like the storyline is like where is it and then and it jumps it will jump all over the place mm-hmm. and you're like okay and then we keep waiting right and that's right. the other thing <laughs> you get, right right you keep waiting for the storyline to all come together and i'm like sitting there i'm talking to her i'm like no. I was like, and it doesn't. It just keeps getting worse. Right. Yeah, yeah there's a few of them. I'm not going to say, that, say the new ones now. I won't say that. But there are a few like that. Like you can tell it. I mean, there are millions and millions of dollars putting these things, oh, yeah. and the story's terrible. And it's like, you it know? just makes your, your head scratch. And, like, you know, you're sitting here telling me about yours, and I'm like, oh, that sounds kind of cool. I like that. I was like, you know, it's like, and I think that's that's the thing is, like, as people, we're looking for more of the storyline that we can relate to right. than so much of okay, that's a cool concept, but you didn't bring it together correctly. Exactly, right. It sounded great, and the story sounds great, but you're not showing it correctly. You're not, you didn't, it's too, it's too much, or you're trying to add too much to it, you know, instead of getting to it. Because, like, you know, especially like you yeah. said, I mean, at the beginning of the movie, that's, that's the type, that's the time to get you. Yeah, right. You Great know, and it's, so it's like, all right, I got to capture you. And Americans, and you know, I hate to say this, probably everywhere, our attention span is not long. Oh no, the right? ADD is rampant. So I mean, you know, so we're not, you know, we get bored quickly. And it's like, hmm. We do, don't we? I know we're so bad, we're so spoiled. We get bored real fast. You know so, why? Because we just click and click. 
you exactly. know, or just click you away. You only click away what, from. Well, that's the thing. Think about it. You go on any of these streaming services like Netflix or Amazon or any other ones. Okay, yeah. I've got 50,000 other movies I can go watch right now. So right. I don't got to watch that one. You know, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. so if you're not making sense, I'm like, okay, well, I can just go find something else because we're so impatient. Mm-hmm. Or we just, you know, we you have to grab their attention quickly. Yeah, and we are, we're so inundated too with content. Oh, yeah. It's so easy for any of us to see anything we want. You got to grab us or we're just going to go somewhere else, you exactly. know? And it's very tough for any filmmaker, any content creator, you know, yourself included. It, this here, the podcast yeah. could be like that. So, like, even my podcast, like, I mean, it's not yeah. easy. It's hard to get people to watch. It's hard to get people to listen, mm-hmm. you know, and it takes time. I mean, it, <laughs> it takes a lot of time. I mean, when I first started, I mean, nobody knew who we were. And, yeah. like, I mean, and it's still taking time. I mean, I mean, I've been doing this since June, and mm-hmm. now we average 50 to 75 downloads per podcast. Okay. So we're okay. getting yes. there, right? right? I mean, in six months. And so, but it takes, it took time, right? Yeah, you know, right. and it just doesn't happen. And so it, it, it takes time to grow. But we're getting there. But like the thing is, is as long as we're growing and I'm not losing, so as long as right. we're not going the other way, but you know, and, but it's about content and it's about like, and that's why like I try to find people that have a story, especially most, it, it's, it, most of the people that I do have on my show pretty much didn't have anything started from nothing or building something like you're doing where they've got to still work another job to build on their dream right you know and that's what i love showing and you know and i love getting people in here to tell their story because there's no other platform out there that does this no matter where you go you can't go in even you could be sitting at home and you could be sitting there with your boys or whoever and talking you don't get into this kind of stuff. You don't talk <laughs> about this kind of stuff, you know, and, and that's what the platform allows. And it's, it's such a unique platform because I can sit here and just talk to you and we can find out more about you and, you yeah. know, and find out about who you are and, you know, and, and really get the word out about this is what Barry does. This is what he's No, I appreciate about. this. This is really big. I mean, first of all, your setup and just what you do, I, I appreciate so much. I mean, you know, you're a rare breed, brother. <laughs> you are, you know, and just to have this outlet give people a chance to just, you know, showcase that, that we you know what they do, you know, give them a chance to talk. Like you said, it's, you know, Sarasota, Bradenton, Tampa, just Florida in general, we have a lot of talent, okay? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of work here that people just don't know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, shows such as this gives us a chance to say, yeah, we're here too. Mm-hmm. You know, we're down here, you know, we're doing stuff. You know, you can come down here and, you know, work with us, too, you know, and I think that's and that's great. But I think that's what people don't realize it's just because we're in Sarasota or we're in Bradenton. It doesn't mean that we're just, you know, I mean, OK, we're not Miami, you know, or right. we're not Orlando, um, but there's still good things happening here. And still people yeah. chasing their dreams, going after what they want. I mean, Florida's growing. I mean, we're growing oh, God, crazy. Yeah. You know, I mean, um, there's new statistic. I think we're getting something. Is it, it might be two. 2,000 new residents every every day or every month or something like that. It's oh, something yeah. crazy. Yeah, people, people are coming down. I know. I mean, we're growing super fast. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, you know, and that's, you know, but that, you know, I, I just, that's part of the reason I started this was just because I was like, I love listening to the people. I love listening to their backstories because I felt like me, I had a, back, a story to tell. And I was right. like, you know, I wanted to tell my story. I was like, why not get other people to tell their story? Because yeah. there's going to be people that are listening that are doing what you do, 
and didn't think about what they can do or how to do it or what yeah. they went through, you know, and then be like, well, look, I mean, I listen to Bear. He's kind of doing the same thing or, you know, and this is kind of what I want to do. I mean, you know, either they yeah. reach out to you, they listen to you, they find out different things, you know, and that's the thing is like, you know, it's just not like, oh, you know, it gives other people an opportunity to find out that they're not alone. I hope so. You know, that, I mean, that's one thing, too. I hope I, I mean, a lot of people inspired me. You know, maybe, maybe, hopefully, hopefully, I can inspire someone. I don't know. You know, my goal is just to kind of help. You know, and that's a big deal for me. Um, you know, the people that I work with, my actors, I always have to give them a shout out real quick because those guys are an example of what you want your crew to be. Um, so I have to say thank you so much to uh, Rob Rios, Daphne Abel Bless, Zachary Vasquez, who's done a lot of work out here, um, De uh, Daniel Pellicier. Uh, Constance Payne, Maria Levy, uh, Derek Wolf, Emery Oran. Um, you know, these guys have helped me so much. Um, guys who are no longer with me has helped me. Um, Clifton Bailiff um, and, uh, you know, and Grace. Uh, oh, wow, Grace. Yeah, well, Grace knows who she is. So everybody who has helped me over the years to help me get to this point that actually brought my characters to life uh, for World of Worlds, and those now that are working with me on GamesCon to kind of open this outlet to a lot of people out here who want to kind of get into this genre or just have something already that they just can't showcase because nobody wants it, you know, um, I want to give them a chance. And I think this is a, you know, this kind of platform too that you have is the same way. Oh, yeah. Give us a chance. I, lo I love the fact that in, in a lot of ways you're keeping it local too. I mean, you know, yeah. that's pretty cool. So, all right, I so... Am. If you had to yeah. give some advice, what would be your best piece of advice to give somebody? Wow. I think, okay. Hmm. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one, Chris. Uh, you know what I'll say is always think of things, uh, think of what you want to do, right, and just do it. It's easier said than done, but think of it morbidly, if I can say that word right, meaning that you're not getting any older, you know, and you can't redo anything. There's no reset. If you think of something you want to do, that's your reset. Like, that's your second chance. People always say, you know, I wish I can do this. I didn't have a time. But if you're conscious about that, that's your second chance right then and there. Now you can continue and get that going. And understand that anything that you create, anything that you create is your legacy. And when it comes down to this business, if you're drawing, you're painting, whatever, directing, that, as I mentioned before, that is something that you're going to leave to the world forever. You can work in a whole bunch of other jobs, but I can guarantee you that if you're dead and gone, somebody will just replace you and they will never know that you were there unless those people who work in there tell you, oh, yeah, Chris used to work here. Mm -hmm. but who's Chris? Yeah. But this, for example, like you're doing, Chris, is recorded. It's out there for the world. doesn't matter. It's out there forever. You know, what I do, um, World of Worlds, which is on Amazon, by the way, um, you know, it's going to be there forever. So we can catch your sh the, the first one on Amazon? You, yeah, you can catch the first World of Worlds on um, Amazon, Tubi TV, and Hoopla right now. Um, okay. I'm actually with a distribution company who is locally right here in Florida called Green Apple Entertainment. Okay. Um, but now the new one is going to be distributed by a new company called MyProductions.uk. Uh, um, so they're taking care of it for now. Um, eventually, it's not out yet, but um, after, of course, the premiere, it'll be out. But um, right now it's not. So um, so you can look, you can go online and see it there. 
you know. So if anyone out there who's interested in knowing more about it or whatever, you know, let me know. But understand what you see is just someone saying, listen, I don't got I don't have all the money. I'm just doing it myself. And, you know, this is what I'm going to do. And everything you see on a world of worlds, for example, is pretty much only really 20 percent of what I want to do because I don't have the money to give the scope I need. So if I don't have a mansion, I got to use a house. Right. If I don't have a warehouse, I got to use the forest. So when you guys see a forest, it really is supposed to be like a warehouse. It's supposed to be like in this big dystopian area. You know, I don't have the money for dystopian area and stuff. <laughs> I don't have set money, you know. Right. So we're just going to use Florida. <laughs> so we go in the forest because it's free. So these are things that you can always say, you know what, I want to do something, uh, but I can't do it. You can. And if you're writing it, putting it together, just make something you can make now. I mean, that's another advice. I know it's more than one. But no. um, another advice is, like, make sure you make something you can make now. Don't make excuses of saying, I wrote this, and now I have to wait for investments. I got to get at least about $2 million to do. I'm like, now you're hurting yourself. What you need to do is say, all right, let me break it down. That's when it comes to storyline. Can I get the actors just to kind of do this scene, to kind of get the story across, kind of get people an idea of like, okay, this is where I want to go. I may not have all the pretty stuff around me, but this is what the characters are about. That's it. That's why I say story is so important and pace. Everything else you can always make, everything else you can redo, but that's, that's prime. So, guys, anyone out there who wants to do something big, and say, well, I can't do a sci-fi, I can't do an action, let me just do a drama right now because I can't afford the others. No, you can afford that. You just have to break it down. Sarasota has a lot of people here that will help you. They help me. If you need a place to like film, trust me, just ask. Yeah. People are willing to like help, you know? So just go out there and ask. Not, every, not everyone's going to say yes, but trust me, Sarasota has helped me a lot. A lot of businesses have, and I thank you all out there. So do it, you know? Don't stop because I'm telling you one thing. Before I go, there's someone behind you doing the same exact thing, waiting for you to fall. They are. That you competing with somebody you can't see. Understand that. So the more you slow down, the quicker they come up. And then by the time when you're ready to do it, the idea is already there. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh man, that's what I thought. How many times we said that, right? Oh, the past, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. We look at TV and stuff, and you're like, man, I thought about that. You know why? Well, you should have did something about it. That person said, I, I got the same idea. I'm going to do something about it. That's how you have to think of every single day. Exactly. You know, you don't sleep. You sleep when you're dead. <laughs> I'm with you. I get 4, 4 a.m. every morning. So, <laughs> right. so where do you see, so a couple more things for you. Where do you, see sure. your, where do you see this going towards, like as far as, are you just going to keep continue doing the independent movies? What's your ultimate goal out of this? Um, well, number one, I'm growing GainsCon Film Festival. That's going to be my full-time job eventually. So understand, anybody wants to invest in me, I'm not, it's not about, this is not a hobby. This is my business I'm building. So this is going to be my full-time job real soon. Um, but when it comes down to GainsCon, um, I mean, not GainsCon, Gains Entertainment, that's my other business, obviously. I do want to make a bigger film. Like, I have a lot of ideas. I have some scripts I've written already that I want to kind of get to that scope. So I want to keep building it. I want to kind of get people on board and say, listen, this is what the ideas I have. Let's get bigger and bigger and bigger. There's no reason that you cannot build what you already have. You know, if you make something, fine. But if someone gave you a lot of money to make it bigger, you should be able to say, oh, yeah, you know what? I do want it much bigger. You know, I need five cars, not just one car. Um, 
So Gangs of Entertainment, that's what I want. And on top of that, not just for my material, I want to kind of bring in other people's material. I want to see other people's work. I want to, and, and, and us get together and build this on our own, you know, and then get people on board and create a company just the same way as all those big companies you see around the world. You know, all those guys may be big, but they started just like you and I are right now, talking. Yeah. Who can we get on board? Mm-hmm. Does everybody have the same mindset, you know? Can we get this? Okay, we got to get funding. I mean, they just went down the aisle, you know? And some people had better resources than others, obviously. But you yourself, you got to just kind of keep going forward. And for myself, that's what I'm doing. I'm just going ahead and say, you know what? I'm going to keep doing, showing people what I do, where my head looks like, where I want to go. And I'm going to keep going. And I'm going to get people on board. And we're going to keep building it and building it building it so it can be an actual studio. I mean, it's a studio already, but I want an actual physical studio. Start actually having movies you know, produced by, you know, Gaines Entertainment, you know, that are in the genre. Why not? We have it already. You have legendary pictures, for example. It was like six guys. I think it was like, I think six or five of them guys. I mean, don't don't quote me on this, but look at Legendary. They make one of the biggest movies of all time, Tenant. I mean, all the big ones, Batman, all of them, they, they behind that by saying, we love this genre. This is what we love to do. Let's go out there and produce this thing. You know, and they got the funding. They went out there knocking on doors. And they said, this is what we do. No, we're not, we, that's not our genre. This is our genre. And what now? Legendary Pictures makes like the biggest movies of all time. They're not that old. They're all like, what, 15 years old, 16 uh-huh. years old? And they made one of the biggest movies of all time, like back to back to back. It's just like five guys just got together. <laughs> you know? So that's why I look at that for Gaines Entertainment the same way. It may be just me right now. But I'm out there reaching out like, hey, you want to be involved? You want to see what we can do together? You know? And until then, I'm just going to keep moving forward. And GainsCon is just another space that I'm going to build as well to bring those very movies, those very people together, bringing salesmen together, bringing studios to watch new content, just like all the other film festivals do. But my genre, I feel that my, my genre film festival is going to be a little different than the other ones. I really want that. So um, I really want it to be more of a space, not just for what well, just for film is going to be always prominent, but also just for every aspect of the film world, especially in, the, in that genre to come together and coalesce and say, this is how this works. Because it's very different when you do an action movie, a sci-fi film and all that, as opposed to a drama. It's very, very different. Insurances are different. The policies are different. Time is different. Training is different. The actor's requirements are very, very different. You know, so you, it's, it's an entire world itself that people are just not aware of. And that's why you see a lot of actors, you hear a lot of actors, for example, like Hugh Jackman always says, I can't wait till Wolverine's over because it kills me. He loves it, but it's just so daunting on me. Yeah. You don't have to worry about that when he's on stage dancing, you know, with sparkly yeah. shirts. <laughs> you know, he has to keep himself, you know, okay. You know right. what I mean? But he doesn't have to worry about taking off his shirt, the world seeing it, judging you. Exactly. You know, so these are things where I want people to understand this genre is fun. There's a lot to do with this genre, and this genre brings in the big bucks. You know, that's why, you know, James Cameron, Avatar, we love his stuff, Terminator. Yeah. Peter Jackson, Lord of Rings, you know it. Oscars, big stuff, spectacular things. I always look at a screen before I run. I always look at a screen as a door, you know, not a window. Because I always want to go through it and see what's on the other side. I don't want, no, I should say a mirror. I'm sorry. Hey, guys, let me re- rephrase that. It's actually, you don't look at a screen as a mirror, but look at it as a door. Meaning that I don't want to see so much of myself on there. I want to learn. I want to see new places. Because I always, this is, this is what got me into the genre so much. If I want to see myself and my family, I just go home. 
there's no reason for me to go in the theater and watch somebody else. I said, well, that's like my mom. Well, I mean, I get to go home. My mom's home. You know, if, she, if she's not around. Or if it's my sister. Oh, it's my friend. Oh, he's my friend's over here. Why am I going to the theater to see my friend? That's how I always looked at it. That's a me thing. This is not a criticism for anybody else. This is a me thing. So that's why I look at this. I said, no, I want to learn. I want to go to those places. I want to go to see a movie in India where something happens or someplace in Spain that something happens. I want to be taken somewhere. And I think that's what Gaines Entertainment is going to make. So when you see that name, you know you're not seeing anything that you've seen before. You're seeing something that's pushing the edge, that's doing something different, that's saying, hey, listen, come over here. Have you seen this before? And that's what you want. You want to bring people over here and say, have you seen this before? So that's what it's about. And that's the passion I have for it. And that's what Games of the Team is going for. You hear the passion in your voice. All right, so we got the next one coming out is when? When can you catch it? All right, so World of Worlds Part 2, Rise of the King, is going to be at uh, Studio Movie Grill in Seminole, Florida. I'm selling tickets right now online. Go to gainsentertainment.com or you can go to Everbright to buy a ticket. It's $18 ticket to get in general. And there's a $35 ticket that includes uh, a dinner. Because Studio Movie Girl is not just a regular theater. It's like CMX. It's like Cine Bistro. It's a full-fledged menu. You got wine, drinks, beer, all that good stuff. And the great thing about that theater I like to bring my audience to is that when you sit down, there's a button next to each of the seats. You just hit the button, and the server comes to you. So you never have to get up. Oh, nice. So that's, that's, that's what I'm going to do. So anytime you know I have some kind of function, I want to make sure that my audience, my guests, are taken care of and comfortable. And it's going to be like a red carpet event? or Yeah, it's going to be a red carpet, carpet event. event? Yeah, oh, nice. we're going to have all the crewmen there. I'm still trying to sell tickets, guys. So mm-hmm. I hope to see all you guys there locally or here just to see, you know, the movie. But also, one other thing I forgot to mention, I'm going to have one of the movies that was in GainsCon that won for Best Actor is going to open up the movie. Because this is another way of me contributing to the, na- to the community as much as I can. You know, I'm just limited. But I want to bring somebody there, you know, a, a local, local, a local, um, you know, production company, a local movie, and say, you know what, let's throw in the theater too. Not just you go out there and trying to get people. You know what, I'm going to help you too. You come with me too. Exactly. And that's what I'm doing. So it's a, it's a movie called Revival. It's very good. Um, it's about, I think it's about, mm, about 13 minutes long or so. Okay. You know, it's going to open it up. Um, you know, director's going to be there and everything else. And then our movie starts. So it's going to be a little, you know, it's, it's just going to be a nice little show for everyone to kind of hang out, mingle, have fun. And I just hope I see everyone out there. So just go to gainsentertainment.com and come on, guys. Let's have fun. Let's make it a party. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you coming today. I appreciate you being here. Thank you for having me, Chris. Excited to see your movie. Yeah, so, thank you. All right. Well, thanks, thank guys.